deep-seated jealousy. I don't know, man. Too many drums just freaks me the fuck out. Yeah, we're, being honest. We're right back to the what do I do with my hands thing. I mean, yeah. You play the drums. <laughs> you play the drums. I feel like that's a good spot to come in. Uh, so, um, hi. Um, we are... Uh, I called us the St. Louis Drums, and I still think it's a terrible name. Um, but what I was originally going to tell Rick uh, that Sam and I kind of talked about is just calling it Show Up, Make Noise, um, because I feel like that's what we've always done, is just show up and make noise. So um, welcome to Show Up and Make Noise. Uh, I'm Zach. Uh, I am the, uh, I don't know, the loudest person in the room. I'll go with that. Um, let's go to let's go to Sam. Sam, you want to introduce a, yourself? Appropriate. I I like to think of myself as not the loudest person in the room as long as Zach's around. I want you to talk all the way into that mic all the time because when you look away, you go away. I like to think of myself as not the loudest person in the room. Beautiful. I like that way better. Uh, and uh, Rick. Yeah, I'm Rick, and I like to be the quietest person in the room. That is 100% true. Unless yeah, Rick gets on a drum set, and then Rick is the most impressive person in the room. <laughs> uh, so, um, why are you listening to us? First of all, I have no idea. We're three white guys with a podcast, so I apologize for that. Um, I think they call that a Congress. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to have to hey. so many of me popping when I blurt laugh into this <laughs> mic, or I'm going to have to get way better at mic control. Um so we are uh, three of the drummers from the St. Louisans, um, and we are here to talk to you about showing up and making noise, um, and that's because that's what we've done for the last six years uh, with St. Louis FC, um, and I guess to toot my own horn, we're probably the most expert folks in town at doing what we do. I could be wrong at that. But I don't know anybody else who's been showing up and uh, doing organized chanting uh, for the last six years in St. Louis. So if I'm wrong, please correct me. Um, but I feel like we're here just because we've been doing this and we want to start a conversation about what that looks like going forward. So, um, gents, any feelings? Yeah, uh, thoughts and feelings. Um well, for those of you who aren't familiar, the Luligans have three rules, and we've used two of them to make up the title, or at least the functioning title, show up, and then we make noise. Uh, so maybe what's, uh, what's probably the best aspect of making noise for us to explore right now is the biggest question. Well, I think, you know, part of it is, uh, you know, during the St. Louis FC era, you know, there's at most 5,000 people in an open air stadium. I, if you want to call it a stadium by naming rights only, uh, you know, and four to seven of us, you know, were enough to make, you know, the noise and the impression and lead that kind of energy. Uh, but you look forward and we're going to be in what a 22 to 25,000, uh, you know, stadium with people who've never been part of this before, and realistically, four or five people can't control that. Yeah, you know? yeah, and I mean that—that that is a—it's a definitely a very different world that we're going into, um, and I—I I feel like, yeah, we're just trying to figure out what that means, right? Like yeah. what we're what we're gonna do, um, because the three of us 
certainly can't do it. And, I, and I'm not, you know, there are many other people that have joined uh, across the years, uh, you know, guys that, that started us, Dave and Ryan, um, and, you know, basically built the drums by hand, um, you know, put decals and, and painted them and everything. Um, and those guys ended up kind of stepping back uh, over the years just because of, you know, life and, and work and, and family and whatever else. Um, and we've just been the three idiots that have continued to show up, I think, is a, is a pretty I, fair statement. I think that's the best way to describe that, yeah, is mm. we just kept showing up and then one day we're taking you know the drums and the gear home and then we're like well we got to do it next week too you know and then eventually just became a thing like saturday five o'clock i'll tell you exactly where i'm gonna be uh you know you touch on people through the years uh you know who who have not just come and stayed but come and gone as well there's there's been a tremendous amount of musical talent like far and beyond what i am capable of doing um you know, and so one of the conversations to come out of this, you know, is how do we grab, you know, those people who are also soccer fans on their, you know, Venn diagram um, and get them interested in, you know, maybe not doing what we do, but being a part of what we do in some fashion. Yeah, that's that's tough because, I mean, like you said, we've there's lots of people who have way, way more musical talent than Sam and I combined. I won't speak for Rick. Rick is actually a... a, a really decent drummer um i am an idiot who can keep a beat on a snare drum uh and that is that is basically it so um but i am also as i kind of stated in the very beginning i'm just the loudest person in the room usually um and luckily i'm i don't know i'm quick enough and i i listen to enough music that i can pick up on pretty much any beat rhythm song thrown at me and I will make something up for it. Uh, I watched, I listened to a lot of Weird Al when I was little and I wanted to be Weird Al. Uh, and because I wanted to be Weird Al, I've been making up weird words for songs my entire life. And weirdly, that has come in handy for St. Louis FC um, and I guess now potentially for City. Uh, so yeah, Rick, how do you, how do we get people in, involved and organized because uh you know when five when you have five people or seven people or you know i think at, at max we had like seven or eight how do we that's pretty easy how do you get 20 people organized when you have a bunch of drums uh well i think the first part is to show people that we do have drums <laughs> uh so that might be our first resource and stepping zone uh we've got about eight or nine people's worth of drums right now i think so maybe one thing we need to look at is acquiring a bunch of drums and figuring out which ones we, we definitely have for the last several years had more drums than people to competently play them, um, in various sizes. I mean, we've got the, the 22s, we've got the, you know, the war drum, that big concert bass, we've got, uh, several different snares. Um, I mean, I had a floor tom you know, that I spent half a year trying to figure out how to get out there and if I could, you know, get off the base long enough to play it. Uh, so, I mean, we have a, a Bush League arsenal, but we, we have enough to, you know, to get started. Yeah, and so that's, I mean, as much as anything, I feel like this conversation that we're trying to start is 
as much just trying to find the rest of you, um, whether you've called yourself a Luligan ever or if you just like making noise, if you like playing instruments, uh, if you want to get on board with people who are going to try and uh, organize the masses into one kind of unified voice, that's essentially what we've done and I, I guess I, I probably did a really terrible job at the beginning kind of uh explaining what it is that we do because I'm sitting with two guys who know what it is that we do um uh, but I guess let's take you through a what it was to be a drummer for St. Louis FC and then maybe we can talk about what it might be like to be a drummer or a capo for St. Louis City um so Sam kind of alluded to it you know eventually there were guys that were taking the drums and there were guys that were doing all the drum things. And then those guys eventually couldn't do it or stop showing up. And then it was Sam and I taking all the drums and doing all the drum things. And I started on the snare. I've, I've basically been in that spot. And even before we had St. Louis FC, I brought a drum out to the lions games and I would just chant and yell, um, like an a-hole there. Um, and nothing has stopped. So, um, but we would get to the games, what, probably about half hour, 45 minutes early at the latest, um, to get drums together, try and figure out how many people we had, uh, who actually showed up and if we had any capos, because, uh, that was always our hard part for St. Louis FC was, uh, especially towards the end. If we any, had anybody to help lead the crowd after Precky. Yeah. 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 Well, it's demanding. It is. You know, I mean, you, we sit there and, you know, we'll bang a drum for 90 minutes, but, you know, take two minutes off here and we got halftime and so, but the capo is just screaming and screaming and screaming. Yeah, that's that's the, the biggest thing that I don't think people realize, you know, when you see Manchester United or in the MLS, the Sounders or any of those things. You see all the people cheering in unison, and I have to assume many of you never think about how that happens. Um, and me, all I think about is the logistical nightmare of how to get both sides of the stand singing the same thing. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I mean, have you ever seen a Timbers game? Uh, yeah. There, there's just a handful of guys, and they're on. They're, each one's on different scaffolding, Yeah, and they're completely in sync. It's an absolute nightmare. I mean, we're a foot and a half away from each other some nights and we still can't. I have to assume they're kind of like on an open channel or something. Yeah. They've got to be, they've got to be on headsets or something. And that's again, something logistically we're going to have to try and figure out, I assume um, moving forward. But anyway, uh, so we would get there an hour ahead of the game, get the drums together, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then we would march in say 15 minutes before game time or whenever we finished our beer um, because they couldn't leave without us, so we took our time and got there in line when we wanted to get in line. Especially when the team was bad. Yeah, especially yeah, when the team was bad. We 105 we, degrees outside. We got, we got slower and slower yeah. the hotter or uh, shittier the team was. Yeah, well, Stadium was, had just gotten rebuilt from flooding, so the old field is rolled up in the corner somewhere. Yeah, yeah that was a special time. Yeah, uh, we've... Uh, We've seen we've seen some things at St. Louis FC, but anyway, we would walk up, um, get set up, and then we would try and play drums for ninety minutes and and try and get the crowd energized. Uh, it's specifically Section Eight, but 
I think towards the end, I think we had most of the, the stadium going on good nights. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but yeah, we would, we would just sit there and, and sometimes we'd do organized chants. Sometimes we'd sing, take on me. Sometimes we'd uh, do Whitney Houston. Sometimes when we sucked, we just I, I literally found the text from Sam the other day that said, you guys just want to do jock jams tonight? <laughs> I mean, what what else were we going to do that night? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and it's, you know, somewhere in there, you know, f- feeling the, the flow of the game is another piece of it. You know, you, you don't want to do a, a shoot it chant if, you know, right when you go to start, we give up the ball and they, they come back our way, you know, uh, uh, you don't want to do a a Mario, you know, dungeon theme. If, if every Ever? time we, every time we, every time we play it, somebody, uh, you know, the other team scores. Retired. Uh, yeah. But I mean, there's, there's, there's chance that build energy. There's chance that, that push the team. There's chance that just give match, us a breather. Yeah. Or, or, you know, match what's going on in, in the stadium. You know, it's, uh, some of the players would, would say when they're, you know, during the St. Louis FC time, you know, they're, they're attacking towards us and they've got the ball, you know, in the offensive zone, they're in that final third, you know, we'll change it up and our chance get louder and stronger. And, and we had a bunch of players say that they could hear it and they feel it and they respond to it. So it's, you know, it's more than just how do we, you know, bang a drum for 90 minutes? How do we scream for 90 minutes? But it's like, how do we, you know, pinpoint chance for specific scenarios? And, and some of them really, you know, lend themselves, you know, they do it themselves, you know, shots obviously for like a corner or something like that. Uh, but you know, take on me two thirds of the way through the game. A lot of people get a little burned out from chanting and, you know, a good number of us have had a few beers, you know, by now. So that's just a fun, ridiculous chant to kind of, you know, take it easy. Everyone can just have fun with it. It's not something that you have to direct at the field. Uh, you know, so, so once we get going for 90 minutes, it's a balance of, you know, what are we playing and what kind of impact can that entire corner, of, of fans and supporters, you know, what kind of impact and energy can they give to the field? And that's like probably the hardest part of it. Yeah. Find, finding ways to be a part of the entertainment. Yeah. Like people, people go to soccer games, especially soccer games with great supporter atmospheres to be entertained, at least in part. Some people do. And we have to contribute to that entertainment. And it does kind of come at a cost, like Zach was saying earlier about having to show up to games early, get things set up and moved around. We're not really able to take a full tailgate. Well, and yeah. I mean, Sam, on on a high side, how many goals in six years? Now, granted, St. Louis FC did not score a lot of goals, but I would say probably a couple hundred in the, the overall time that that thing was together. Sure. How many goals do yeah. you think you personally saw? Uh, uh, just real quick, uh, shameless plug. Um, although we drum at St. Louis FC games, I just want to remind all six or seven people who are going to listen to this, uh, that we are members of the St. Louisans and do not, uh, drum for the club. We drum for the group. Mm. Um, I would say uh, at home at soccer park 10. Yeah. If that maybe, I think I, I think I saw 10. Because of penalties, like Yo, I think, yeah, I think yeah. I've seen at least ten goals because of penalties. Because and big ones, like the I saw the only one that matters to me, which was Sam Fink scoring at the death of the game against Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I I that 
memory is ser- like seared into my brain. Just the the pure joy of seeing that ball go on the back of the net. Um, but yeah, I think probably high end thirty total in six years that yeah. we saw. Um, and that's I think we, Rick was maybe saying earlier. It's it's hard. Like it, this is. I, I don't want to toot my own horn too much, but it's a tough gig uh, at 30 degrees and raining sideways. We were out playing drums at 110 degrees in the burning sun. We were out playing drums. We play for 90 minutes the entire time because there weren't enough of us for any of us mm-hmm. to take a break. Um, we went until we couldn't go anymore. I almost passed out on multiple occasions. Um, Sam went through bleachers once, I think. Uh, didn't you like slip through a? Uh, no, the drum did. Oh, the drum. Yeah, went I, the I yeah. slipped, and the drum legs went yeah. under yeah, under yeah. the bleachers. Uh, Sticks get dropped through the bleachers all the damn time. All the yeah. time. Sam got I, attacked by bleach uh, sticks because I would throw them or snap oh, them they in would, half. They would snap off your <laughs> snare and come flying. Now, me on the other hand, I would just throw them randomly into the crowd because they. <laughs> You know, I, I I'd miss a hit or I'd miss the rim, and it would it would ricochet out. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's fun. It is, and like I wouldn't. Yes, I wouldn't trade it for anything on a Saturday night with with some of these guys and the friends. But uh, there are definitely nights where all I want to do at the end of the game is put the drums in my car and go get ice cream. Yeah. Absolutely. Melissa started bringing me snow cones so I wouldn't overheat at halftime. But yeah, absolutely. So, but yeah, like Sam was saying, I think a lot of what we do is feel the game and try and figure out what needs to happen at that point. You know, sometimes it's super easy. Like he was saying, you know, we did shots at the very beginning. I was very happy we got away from shots at a certain point. Um, and started going to tequila because uh, still a shot. Um, we just have to sing less. Um, and it's just a way more fun chant to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we we took a lot of things, and we, and we have quite a few chants that will transfer to City. You know, there are quite a few things that were not St. Louis FC specific. Um now that I look at it, a lot of our chants didn't really St. Louis say St. Louis FC no. that much. And I mean, we had, you know, we only fit on some of our little pocket guides twenty or so chants. But if you go look and I, I look at the master sheet we've got, and I mean, we're in the thirties, forty. It's just a, it's a lot of chants that we have out there, and a, a number of them are going to be, you know, can be made to be city specific. Some of them are just soccer specific, and then some of them you know come in from our corner where we're just like what the hell let's have fun with it yeah i i still want to sing tyler blackwell even though he'll never be at our club but i miss him so much uh that was the one chant that i would always sing and i would always know that he would hear it because he'd start dancing he'd start dancing from the other side of the stadium he was on the field one game and he just started doing (laughs) his little shimmy in midfield i loved it Oh, man. Tyler Blackwell, if you ever hear this, uh, you will be forever missed in St. Louis, regardless of the fact that we no longer have a team for you to play on. I'd like to take this moment to officially open the campaign to have a pair of his shorts bronzed and put outside City Stadium. I am 100% on board with that. Um, be a small obviously, statue. what I think is not high on City's uh, radar, <laughs> but uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so we would play for 90 minutes. Um, 
the the best part about our job was that we had a more beer chant and when we chanted more beer people gave us more beer uh, and I hope that that tradition stays. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't know how that works out in the long run of city. Um, but um, take care of your drummers. Uh, that was the only. We didn't take a lot of money. We didn't ever do anything. You know, for for anything beyond we asked that if uh, we needed a beer, you bought us a beer. <laughs> so um, anywho, we would drink. We would play drums, and then at the end of the night, we would pack it all up most of the time in some form of anger um, and then go home and say, all right, we'll see you next week and then come Mm -hmm. back and do the same thing the next week. And sometimes we went on road trips. Um, I think some of our best showings were in Louisville because we hated Louisville and we needed to show them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One of the greatest regrets of my life will never be having a drum at that playoff game. Yeah. 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 That, that was tough, but rip, what are you what are you gonna do we had a drum at that playoff game we win that game uh just yeah. one drum i mean let's, the the first game ever for you know what we would consider our like drum corps was away at louisville uh which absolutely killed you know the, the coopers have come you know miles and miles from from where they were all those years ago oh but uh, we made them look like fools the first time that's all that matters so that's all that matters um, you know, they've gone to Kansas city. I couldn't even tell you how many times at this point, uh, for sporting and, uh, uh, what Swope, Swope park. Yeah. Swope mm-hmm. park. The team formerly known as Swope park. Yeah. Uh, you know, the bizarre trip to Wichita. Yeah. <laughs> the trip to Wichita. The, the open cup. So, you know, they, they travel with us and, uh, you know, we try to get to the road games that we can get to and, and the cup games and whatever's important. Uh, you know, and it's, I would say it's more fun playing on the road. Yeah, it is. It is fun when another team lets you bring drums, uh, because yeah, I mean, it's, you get to come into somebody else's house and try and outdo them. And if you can, which not because of us, but because the people that always come with us on the road, Mm -hmm have the same feeling in their head yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. when we yeah. walk into somebody else's house we're going to outdo them yeah i've been playing drums at sporting events since like 2004 when i joined high school marching band and i've been pretty much doing it consistently since then between that college playing with the luligans the greatest single moment is the open cup game against kc the first one in 2015. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When uh when we got shushed by Graham Zusi. Yeah. My goodness, that was we made so much noise. There was there we say 300, but I'm pretty sure they were more than that. Uh, but my God, they put us in the top corner of KC Stadium, which was a terrible call because it was all concrete. We were in a corner and there was metal above us, mm-hmm. and we reverberated like nobody's business and we made the cauldron uh we couldn't hear the cauldron and they could hear us because we have video from in front of them where they could hear us so um yeah again a little bit of a brag but uh my goodness what a game (laughs) what a game so um let's talk now that we've talked what we did what are we what do we think moving forward's gonna be? And I'm gonna ask that very specifically. <laughs> uh, 
man, it's a it's a good question. I I think that as much as we want to, and as much as it's what we know, I don't think we're going to be able to pull the same tricks out of the bag. Uh, you know that we had when we were playing. You know at St. Louis FC games. I I think uh, this is one of those situations where you know this analogy is going to offend somebody. Uh, you know, a minor league player gets called up, you know, that, that 70 mile an hour ball or that 80 mile an hour fastball that they could kill in the minors is now a hundred mile an hour ball in the majors. Uh, you know, bigger stadium, bigger platform, bigger stakes, more money. There's just, there's just a lot going on that elevates everything else around us, you know, and, and making sure that we can elevate to that. It's not a matter of loud. I I think you single handedly are 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 gonna be loud <laughs> be loud enough to uh, you know to handle that. But uh, you know, there's more coordination. It, it's gonna require a bigger group of people. Uh, you know, and, and we're not even at the point where we necessarily know what that section looks like, or you know where we can place people, or what those options are. You know, to make those strategic decisions. But this might be uh, one of our first like kind of open questions to the general public, like. Well, what kind of drums do the Luligans in general want to see? Do we want to try how much of like the old jam band style mm-hmm. from the FC days? Yeah. Do we want to try and maintain how far along like the more organized kind of almost like marching band halftime show style drum line do we want to get towards? Is there something else that we like haven't mentioned here? Like what? Maybe like throw out ideas from the public. Maybe we go out do some some video research. Figure out things that other, yeah, uh, other supporter groups are doing. Other clubs have. Well, and that's that's really cool, and that's a really good, really good idea and really good point. I I think we also kind of did our best work in the last couple of years of just opening it up and being like, okay, you you know, we're only as good as the crowd chanting behind us you know some days so it's like what what do you need to see from us to get you in the game you know is a good one uh you know and how the other clubs work is is huge you know uh orlando city uh their drum line is at the top of their standing supporter section so it blasts out over all of those standing sections i mean they have a ton of bass drums just on a line but they're they're up top you know, the cauldron is right there, right in front. Uh, you know, some of the other clubs, you're you're in the middle, you know, and, and, and you're playing with people around you. So those are all, uh, you know, different ways that it's done. But I, I think our, our biggest approach should be like you as the supporters group fan decked out with your scarf and all your other stuff. What can we do to grab you for 90 minutes and get you in this and you have the intensity that we, you know, we, the drum corps, we, the supporters group, uh, you know, we, the soccer club, you know, need from you. Yeah. And that's, it is, uh, like Sam said, it's, it's a vastly different, um, realm we are going into, you know, we had 300 people and I am capable of yelling over 300 people. So um, it was easy to get people moving a different direction or to uh, teach somebody a chant that they don't know. Um, teaching people chants is going to be 
a totally different experience for us because we did recordings at one point. We can probably do that again. Um, but how to teach and get everybody on the same page of what that chant's supposed to sound like um, is going to be a, a monumental task that you know we haven't really dealt with before. Um, and I want to hear if you think you have a chant idea already, please send it in. Again, the our point is to kind of head the conversation only because we have done this. You know, we've we've done this for six years. So um, we're starting the conversation, but we want to hear what you want to do because it's not going to be just us three. It might not be us three at all if MLS has any say in it. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the future holds for us. So um, it's... We need to know, like Sam said, what you want to hear, what type of stuff you want to do. I personally would love to have instruments. Like Rick keeps saying drums, and I want instruments uh, because I think that's fun. Like I, I love a, a trumpet player. Like if somebody who can wail on a trumpet, you're my favorite person uh, because that I feel like gives another dynamic and an, another way to lead people. Um because even if you don't know the words, sometimes if you know the melody, you can sing the song that was supposed to be there and it still sounds good because there are 20,000 other people doing it, so it doesn't really matter. Um, so, you know, just what do you, if, what do you, how do you want to get involved? What do you want to hear? Any of it, send it to us. Um, and, and we'll give you some links and, and stuff on how to do that. But yeah, we'd love to hear from you and what you want from us. Cool. So uh, we'll we'll skip that. I'll I'll bring we'll we'll leave some stuff for next time. Anything you guys want to close on? Because I feel like that's a pretty good spot to wrap up. I think first episode we've talked about trying to keep this short because we're not experts in anything besides showing up and making noise. That's why we called the podcast. Probably we're gonna call the podcast "Show Up and Make Noise." Um, it's it's what we've done. Um, and that's what we're asking you to do is show up and make noise. Um, regardless of, of where you are or what you're coming from or whatever, uh, we want to get new people. We want to meet new talented people because like I said, it doesn't take much to be more talented than me on a drum. Um, if you want to lead, if you think leading is awesome, we're going to get some people in here who did it. Um, I did a lot of it, so you've already got me. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit more, you know, song selection and, and what it's like to actually be a capo for 90 minutes and not be able to talk for the week after the game. Um, those types of things. But, uh, guys, anything you want to add on that, uh, what you'd like to hear from people or, um, you know, where you want this to go? Uh, I mean, I think you touched on, you touched on a lot of, you know, kind of what we want and where we kind of see this, this movement heading, uh, just to add on to it. I mean, one of the things that we really talked about and I, we got pretty close to being successful with, you know, at, at one point is like, you know, fills and coordination. So not necessarily the chanting, but, but getting the group of people, um, you know, to keep a beat without, you know, necessarily a, a counter or, or a chant or, or a chorus or something. Uh, 
you know, Rick would go in on, on the Quins because, you know, he could do it blindfolded. Uh, you know, you're pretty quick to follow and, you know, I can, I can figure out how to do a baseline in there somewhere. Uh, but it would be, you know, killer. And, and one of the goals I, that I have, you know, that I know we have is, you know, growing with some people who, you know, have a little bit of that musical experience or have a lot of that musical experience, but who can just like wing it, just get up there and just fuck it. We'll do it live. Uh, you yeah. know, yeah, that's that. And that's, a, and I guess that kind of depends on, you know, if that's, if that is possible for that to work, because I don't know that, you know, being able to just wing it and go will work at that level. But I kind of hope it does because I feel like, especially with the Luligan side of this, the Luligans, one of, we have lots of slogans, but one of them is this is silly. It's the name of the podcast. Um, but the point is, is that we're supporters, man. Like we don't, we have literally nothing we could do with the game on the field. Um, and nothing we say necessarily matters individually. Um, but we go out and have fun and it's silly and we try to have a good time win lose draw we go out and do silly shit and we have fun and that's kind of what i hope we can keep like that's the one piece of dna i hope we can keep we've been embarrassed on the pitch as a, at a st louis fc game and walked away having said that was one of the best jams 90 minutes that we've played in a long time mm-hmm. you know so it, it's not always about the f- product on the field but yeah it's you know bringing that atmosphere and bringing that fun component to it because that's the like the one percent of a game day experience that we can control yeah yeah i totally agree with that and that's i'm interested because i see a lot of mls clubs do like like rick was saying like drumline style drums and that's fun like that's a that's a cool thing to do but I'm not involved in that. Like I, I, I'm not a drumline drummer. I am a, I am a feel drummer. I am a jam band kind of drummer. Like that's, I'm not. Uh, let's roll for 32 measures type of guy. So uh, Rick can r- knock that out of the park. But that's not me. So um, and and maybe my role in this has nothing to do with drums because realistically i'm a better yeller than i am a drummer so um but i've always felt most comfortable when i had a drum in front of me so um you know we'll we'll see where that goes but um yeah i in a way i kind of hope that people don't want the the drumline you know like super polished drumline thing but you know if that's what people want that's what we're going to get, like regardless of whether we're doing it or not. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'd like to be involved in it. So it belongs in football. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> I feel like soccer is like, if you, you listen to soccer around the world, nobody has a polished drum line. Like it's a couple dudes and a trumpet player and they're just like, they're just rocking. Like they're just having a good time and playing the songs and you build and you drop and, and you, you find flow and, you know that's it. So I don't know. I, I feel like a drumline. It, it's hard to have flow with a drumline because it's hard to have that many people doing the same thing with the same flow. But maybe that's what we can figure out how to do, and we'll become the funkiest drumline in MLS. Yeah. Well, I, and I'm I'm pretty sure Nick Cannon's already booked. So. Uh, 
Look. Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, I really wish I could pull the show. Uh, <laughs> but I can't pull the show. I know the name of the movie. What was his comedy show? Uh, balls. All right. Uh, we got anything else we want to add? I, I feel like I tried to, to close out and I, I started three more topics. No. Uh, that's the type of guy. Uh, yeah, well, that's, uh, what do they say? Fix it in post. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What What do we end with? Uh, up the city? Keep the Pantone flag flying high? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's, that's the thing I keep trying not to get to on this episode. Yeah, so. that's fair. <laughs> Well, well, we'll table concerns for later yeah, well, as a as a lifelong member of the I Hate Man City Club. Uh, a lot of the things that are going to carry over, I think, are, are going to take me a minute to get past. Yeah, getting getting used to saying city uh, for a lot of reasons for me is going to be tough. But yeah, um, yeah that that uh, for sure, this, the only <laughs> city I ever thought of in my head was Man City and I never wanted to be them. So, I mean, I would like to win as much as they do, but I never wanted to be that club. Is that where this team's going then? We're going to call ourselves City? Oh, that's what they're that's doing. That's what they're man. doing, man. They're, they're about it. Yeah. No, that's they basically man. didn't even call us St. Louis. We are just City. That is... Man. <laughs> Rick is actively disappointed in yeah, that. But on the bright side, with our, you know, with their new, with their new and only sponsor... You know, I, I kind of dig the uh, hashtag up the pups. You know, that's something I can get behind. Up the pups? I mean, I'm for it. But uh, is that how we're signing off? We're up the pups? <laughs> it sounds like we're about ready to drink something. <laughs> get him a puppers. Get him a puppers. <laughs> hey, you want a puppers? Yeah, can go, can go for a beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, we are probably show up, make noise. Um, we hope to hear from you. Uh, we are. Um, I'll see if I can change twitter handles or if i have to go through and make new twitter handles but um right now we're at st lula drums on uh twitter instagram and uh tiktok i think tiktok anywho we'll probably switch it up and or get some new twitter handles um and be show up and make noise as long as that is a actual twitter handle that we can get uh, if not, then we'll totally re-record this episode and come up with something else. <laughs> That's probably not true. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we are show up and make noise or the St. Louis drums at St. Louis drums. Uh, exactly how you would think to spell it. I'm not going to spell it for you. Figure it out. Um, <laughs> I misspelled it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we are uh, St. Louis FC drummers. We are here to talk to you about showing up and making noise because it's all we've known how to do uh, for the last six years, and that's what we're hoping to do again. It's um, our entire personality. For Please the, help us. For the next 25, we know nothing else besides showing up and making noise. Uh, it's just one never-ending hell. <laughs> <laughs> Sam vehemently <laughs> disagrees. <laughs> As uh, an extension as members of the St. Louisans, I'd like to thank you for joining our noise-making podcast. Call your electric. Anybody <laughs> know the phone number? <laughs> I, uh, I wish I did. I wish I knew Mark Gardner's phone number, and that would be the perfect way to end this, because just, he has nothing to do with this podcast. <laughs> just total fake Luligan sponsorships all the way Why through. And he doesn't like me. Check um, out... <laughs> Belleville City Screen Printing. Is that what they're calling themselves? Yeah. This, uh, actually, I would, yeah, go, yeah, actually, do go check them BS, out. The new what, shirt what just came out. The Grief Pink shirt. BSPC. BSPC. Yeah. Check out BSPC. They yeah, really are. Pre-order the new Luligan shirt yeah. uh, with City Pink or City Red. 
Pantone, Pantone Red. Red. <laughs> and uh, that would be actually benefiting one of the original OGs, Ryan Malachek, uh, the the original bass drummer for the St. Louisans. Uh, Did he do that uh, sick design that we've got? Uh, screen printed onto our heads right now. Yes, with, think uh, he did. Yeah, the, the mm-hmm. skull drums. Yeah, he sure did. Ryan yeah. does sick design everywhere. So buy Ryan stuff. Uh, just in general, go to the yeah. Bellwell screen printing. Also, I already pre-ordered my shirts. Yeah, I have. Shout well. out how far he had to drive to buy the war drum on like a Wednesday. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because well, and then shout out to Dave for getting that tuba too. So yeah, yeah. we've also got a tuba um, random end point that we're still not ending on. Um, tripped over the bell earlier. Yeah, <laughs> I trip on it all the time. Um, yeah, but anyway, go check out our friends. We've got lots of great friends. Thanks to the Luligans who will probably help uh, distribute this in some way. And uh, thanks for showing up and listening to us. Uh, you don't have to do that, uh, but we appreciate that you do. And again, we'd love to hear from you. Um, so yeah, we will solidify all those terms and uh, I'll drop it in on the post or right before this uh, so that way we know how to get a hold of us so um, thanks guys Uh, this is Zach this is Sam and that's Rick and uh, you can't see who I'm pointing at so I don't know why I pointed at them have a great day and uh, we'll talk to you soon bye 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 bye